What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. You are on 98.5 weekdays with Mike and a very good morning and welcome to the studio. Steve Hall from Adult Teen Challenge. Good morning, Mike. Oh, hang on a sec. Sorry. There we go. Try That's that one. better. There we go. So good morning. Nice to have you back in the studio. Mate, it's good Mm. to be back. It's good to get my coffee. And uh, it's great to see the team again. Yeah. Last time we spoke to you a few weeks ago, you were at, we called you down in Esperance. Yes. And we were down there um, enjoying our time down there. Um, But we're all back now. And your general manager we spoke to as well. We did. That was great as well. Um, We'll take a quick break. If you'd like to ask Steve a question while he's in the studio, give us a call. 9313-0985. Well, Steve, it is good to have you back. How are you going with your technology? Are you going okay there? No, I'm not. I'm trying to work on all these buttons here. Sorry, we'll uh, we'll just get that set up for you. And then then we'll be good to go. Uh, that's uh, still not there. Yeah, no, but that's okay. I can sort of hear you. Just take take that that's off. That's it, it. That's it. Now I can hear you with my real ears. Now, what are we going to be chatting about today? Well, look, I've got a couple of thoughts, mm. but we actually had a um, our executive director from Brisbane over here for the weekend. It was Mar- oh, right. Malcolm's big um, thank you, Malcolm and Marjorie. We had their thank yeah. We were you talking about that on the weekend. Should, yeah. It's a yeah. fantastic night. It was really, really mm. good night. I think for me, one of the highlights, except for Marjorie's talk, which is always a highlight. <laughs> but look, I think one of the highlights for me on the weekend was seeing all our past students and some of the students that were in the room gather around Malcolm um, and Marjorie and uh, to pray for them. And then one of our team, um, Carl, who's come through the program, is an amazing singer and sings Amazing Grace. Um, Beautiful. It was a great picture mm. of, uh, of seeing what God's grace can do in the lives of so many. And that was only just a small amount. It's just a, that was um, a remnant of some of the, the many that have gone through the program. So that was a highlight. Um, but the thing that I, I, was, I found interesting, Mike, was... I was talking to Joanne Hobbs, the executive director for Brisbane, who are doing an amazing job over there. Mm. And uh, and I said to her, if you were on the radio to jo- this morning, Joanne, what would you say? What would you talk about? She said, straight away went to fatherlessness. And I went, that's an interesting thought. I said, why? She said, well, I ask my team, um, what is one of the keys when it comes to to substance abuse and some of the brokenness that we're dealing with? And they said it always comes up. Um, well, no, not always, but quite often the key is fatherlessness and that relationship between the father. Mm. And I was actually looking at some stats on that. Yeah. And there is some research done. It actually says um, 69% of young people who are struggling with addictive behaviours or come uh, struggle because of a fatherless society. And I find that really fascinating. Mm. And not that, and I think we've got to be careful, and I read a bit more on this uh, recently, we need to be careful that just because my father's 
not here, it doesn't mean that uh, things are going to go bad. And it doesn't mean that we've all got to be perfect farmers. Yeah, that's you know? right. yeah, um, sure. We've got to be careful with that. I've mm. got five boys and I love them dearly. Yeah. Um, and I can guarantee you, if you spoke to them, they would probably not say dad was the perfect dad. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even going to say that you know I'm a successful, but mm. there is something in that. And I looked at that concept. Well, what what does it mean to be fatherless? It doesn't just necessarily mean present. Mm, um, okay. It's uh, you can still be there but not be present. Yeah. Um, you can still be there and not be emotionally connected. Mm, um, interesting. You can still be there and and be a bad example. Um, so it's not necessarily about just the pr- the being there in the physical. It's about being there present in a person um, with our kids and I think that's Mm. a key Fascinating topic and fascinating statistics. Steve we'll take a break, we'll come back and chat some more. On 98.5 this is Weekdays with Mike. Steve Hall's with me from Adult Teen Challenge and a good morning Karen from South Lake. Nice to talk to you today Yeah Good. Would you you like to ask Steve a question today? Hi Karen Hello Um, I was wondering um, how your volunteer program works because I used to work at a different um, like rehabilitation and now that I've had a baby and where my husband and I were looking to do some volunteer work I'm not going to want to go back to work just yet. Good question. Volunteering, Steve? It is a good question, and volunteers are a key to a program like ours. Um, And, Karen, uh, we actually do use volunteers a lot down Mm. at our centre. Unfortunately, it's in Esperance, so it's probably a long way to drive. Um, But we do – actually, our volunteers are – we have ladies that come in and do sewing and knitting. We have uh, we have a great volunteer who looks after our farming. Um, oh, right. We have volunteers that will come and uh, um, actually we actually take teams from Perth down. Um, oh, really? Especially church teams will come down. Okay. And you know one of the best things about volunteers, it's not necessarily. What they do, it's the relationship that they build. So, Karen and I, we definitely mm. do work with volunteers um, and we appreciate them greatly. But obviously, being in Esperance at the present time, um, you'd need to travel a long way every day, seven hours drive. Mind you, I really appreciate your call, Karen. That's, uh, that's a great call there. And Karen's in the running to be crowned a weekday's winner on Friday. Mm. Uh, wouldn't be bad, would it? Head down to Look, it for, wouldn't, uh, but Karen, yeah. uh, you know, please keep in touch with us because yeah. we are on the edge um, mm. of developing some pretty exciting new opportunities um, in Perth that may require volunteers definitely from the office space. So good. there's uh, volunteering down south, but... If Karen or others that are interested, Mike, mm. um, contact our office and say, look, I'm keen to be a volunteer. Can I help out yeah. either in the office? But when we start to get into our community-based programs, which is our goal mm. over the next uh, six to 12 months, um, then yes, people like Karen would be fantastic. Well done. Now, we start, thank you, Karen. Now, we started talking about uh, in- interesting statistics, 69%. You it is. I bet we've, and this comes up occasionally. We've heard this, yeah. some of this stories about um, fatherless. We talk about the fatherless society. Mm. Um, has it got, has that increased, do you think, Steve, o- over years? Or? Look, I, I think it's different. And I think, you know, it's not just fathers. I think it's parentless. Um, and it's it's probably not. Mm. We put a lot on fathers. And yes, I do. I expect, you know, there's, there is that significant relationship. But if you look at 
um, over the years, especially if you go right back, how the role of the father in the family and in society has changed. Um, and I think yeah. fathers are a lot more, well, I see anyway, I'm quite impressed with fathers being a lot more active in their children's lives. And of course, with the fly-in, fly-out situation, it adds a bit of complication um, to it. But it's not about just being there in the person. It's about mm. being there um, emotionally, as I said. Um, it's about being there as an example. Um, yeah. You know, our, one of the big things that I was reading recently too was the example that families have on their children when it comes to drinking, um, especially. And drinking is still a significant, is probably mm. one of the big issues that we face. So it's a, I was looking at the cost of alcohol-related issues in our society today. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's up there in the billions, and it's, uh, it costs us a lot. So, so even the way that we as parents um, give examples to our children about not just how we drink, but how we deal with anxiety, how we deal with stress, how we deal with issues in relationship, our children are watching parents all the time yeah. and we're giving examples on how mm. do you cope with that and if yeah. coping is well let's just go and have a drink yeah. um, then what are we teaching that next generation mm, um, it's good thought Steve we'll take a break we'll come back and chat some more you are on 98.5 weekdays with Mike 98.5 weekdays with Mike good morning with me in the studio is Steve Hall from Adult Teen Challenge Steve you've got some handwritten I have uh, notes there what, what's yeah. all that about look this is a letter that was written and I've had permission to read this we okay. actually have this letter in our newsletter um, and we're actually sending mm. some of this out in our newsletter if anyone's interested and want to be on our mailing list they can uh, again contact the office and go on our mailing list and we'll send it out to you yeah. um, but this is a it's a beautiful story because it's actually by a guy called Paul. Paul is wonderful, and and the reason why I wanted this story is I was talking to Paul in the in the the kitchen down at uh, um, Grace Academy down there, Sprints, mm. and he was getting alongside one of the young guys. As a young guy has come in, and he was getting alongside him, and he said, "Steve," he said, "I love being a surrogate father oh. to this guy because he's never had a real father." Wow. And what's so special about that when you read this is is this was the change in Paul because Paul, who's 51, mm -hmm. has lost relationship with his children because of drugs and alcohol. And so he feels like he's let his kids down because of where he's at. And here he is able to be the father he should have been and he wow. wanted to be but couldn't because of his addiction. And he's starting to restore that relationship now, which is, yeah. is great. Is but let me read this to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it says, it didn't take long, and I found myself in a situation that was going to be a life or death choice. As I woke up one afternoon, looking at two complete strangers over me, trying to... Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry about this, Mike. We've got our pages mixed up. That's you've, halfway through. I forgot to introduce him. It's okay. Can I go to the yeah, beginning? Yeah, start again, It mate. starts off with, my name is Paul. I am 51 years old. I started this program in 2019 as I had become an alcoholic. My addiction over the last 10 years has led me to many drink driving charges and also jail time. 
it's also cost me my relationships and my family. And that's what it does, hey? Mm. My drinking really got out of control in the beginning of 2019, where I had two car accidents, one being being, um, very serious. I then lost my job, and I found myself crying out to God to help me. I still had a faith that I had from a young age, but I was far from him. The Lord then put a friend back in my life that I had known for over 30 years, and she told me about ATC. I jumped straight on the phone to make arrangements to get into the program. As I was a Christian, as it was a Christian-based drug and alcohol program, I started the program 2019, and I went well in the first few months. But then I found myself not not doing, um, sorry, found myself not doing the program truly for myself. I was trying to please other people that I had hurt with my past addiction. So he tried to mm-hmm. do it because he thought he was fixing it up for them, but he wasn't yeah. owning it for himself. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? Yeah. After 10 months, I found myself back on the bus, heading back to Perth without finishing the program. I went straight back to my old ways and my drinking got out of control again. I had lost hope and direction once again for myself. But it didn't take long. And I found myself in a situation that was going to be a life or death choice. As I woke up one afternoon looking at two complete strangers over me, trying to wake me up on the side of the road. I'd had a blackout crossing over Wanneroo Road and fell over in front of traffic where I was told that I nearly got hit by a car. Right then, I had to make a decision to humble myself and go back to ATC and start the program again. And that happens so often, hey, but this time he went for himself. Mm -hmm. But this time I was going to do it for myself. I came back June 2021, and this time I have 100% applied myself to the program. I am now nine months, and I can already feel the changes in me. Through the grace of the Lord and his Holy Spirit, I have found myself in a better relationships with him. He has given me hope, and I can now see a future ahead of me. And I have just started work experience, as I ne- um, and he's now got a, um, a job down yeah. in Esperance, wow. fixing up small a, a small mechanics job, mm. um, fixing up chainsaws, and and he's just ch- his life has changed. But mm. an interesting thought here: he was trying to do it for others, yeah, but he needed to do it for himself mm. and he once he started to realize that and started to to really get his life back in now he's starting to discover how to build those strong relationships again not just mm. with those in the program but even the workplace with Nathan down at Esperance who's mm. been gracious enough to give him a job and and help him work through this um, and already um, Paul is starting to Paul writes this on the bottom of his letter. He says, Isaiah 40, verse 8. He says, The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Love that, Steve. We'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. 
98.5 weekdays with Mike. Steve Hall, the... Uh, well, what's your title again, Steve? Executive Director. E-E-D. Yes. I keep thinking CEO, but I mean, It's basically. actually different to what I discovered. Really? Yeah. I actually found it out yesterday. Is that right? Yes, because I couldn't work out the difference. But they, I found out yesterday that yeah. a CEO is a member... Sorry, an Executive Director is a member of a board, whereas a CEO works... Oh, I did not know that. I, I should, didn't I know should, it. I should, I should know check that. it up to make yeah. sure it's true because it might not be. But that's what someone told me yesterday because I couldn't work it out myself. But not-for-profits generally have executive directors. Executive director. And um, businesses generally have CEOs. Yeah, very good. Uh, what an amazing uh, – thank you for sharing that story uh, of Paul. That was actually incredible. Mm. Uh, handwritten letter there. Uh, now – I would imagine there is so many more. Yeah, that's just one of of so many stories mm. and so many testimonies. Now, you mentioned off air a little while ago that there's a waiting list. So people are waiting mm. to actually enter the program, but it's difficult because you have trouble finding staff yeah. and or volunteers, as we heard from Karen a little bit, bit earlier. Yeah, look, it is, and... Uh there is a massive need out there, you know. Mm. That they, old, you know, even Jesus said, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers <laughs> are right. a few, you know. Yeah. And and pray for the Lord of the harvest to raise up the workers, and that's, mm. I guess, the key for the way that we operate. It is very much about having people who are prepared to live life alongside these guys. So it is a big commitment, mm. um, and but it works. It works. Yeah. Uh, and so, yes, we've got, especially girls at the moment, we've got a waiting list of girls wanting to go in. I really want to get them in there. Um, they so desperately need to get in. and uh, But we can't because we are very short, especially in the area of female staff, we're very short. Um, and it is a big commitment. It is, mm. you know, living down in Esperance. Um, beautiful place, though. Great Absolutely. beaches. Yeah. Um, but it is means living down there. It means living on, on site. Um, it's a massive commitment. I love our staff. They are so, mm. so committed. Um, but it requires people who are prepared to do that. So if anyone's keen on mm. wanting to find out how they can be a staff member for us down in Esperance, um, especially ladies, girls, that, that would ring up our office, mm. um, speak to Caroline, um, and we can actually talk to you about how we can um, go through the process and then have a chat some about it. it. It hits home. I mean, hearing hearing Paul's story, waking up on Wanneroo Road uh, by two strangers, a near near death, mm. potentially for someone like Paul. Yep. And here you have people waiting, wanting to actually have made that decision to actually. Yep, I, I need to do something. Mm. But it's a bit of a bit of a roadblock waiting for because of staff, and I guess that's probably really hit home today. Yeah. And look, and I just want to say, Mike, and it, it, there are, if people are out there and they're struggling, yeah, you know, they're struggling yeah. with life issues, it might not be drug and alcohol, but they're really going, you know what, I need to stop, I need to change, mm. please contact either us or yeah. other rehabs, get into, get into it. Just, you, life is going to be so different if you can actually... Our goal is not just to restore a life because we believe that restore lives restores community mm-hmm. and it restores families and it uh, and it and that's you know we were never designed to live that way mm, so um, true so I would encourage people if they're struggling with issue or you know someone who is 
um, get alongside them and, and and encourage them to get in get into a place where they can stop relook at life recalibrate life and discover yeah. why they were actually put on earth um, and how they can make a difference in the world we live in because that's what we were designed to do. Love it, Steve. We are out of time. Really appreciate you coming in today uh, and we'll catch up in a couple of weeks. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. My guest in the studio has been the Executive Director of Adult and Teen Challenge. Steve Orla, got the title right. You are on 98.5. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.